Good Nature Wellness Podcast, Episode 4. Hello and welcome to the Good Nature Wellness Podcast. This podcast is all about discovering how you can transform, re-energize, and strengthen your body naturally with the healing power of food to regain control over your health, reclaim your energy, feel better, look better, and be stronger for life. I'm your host, board-certified master health and wellness coach, Barbara Walsh. I am thrilled that you are joining me for another episode in my new series, From Quarantine to Confidence, How to Come Back from Quarantine and Be Confident in Your Health. Living in a COVID-19 world has become a new reality for all of us. We have seen the effects of the coronavirus and the fact that this is a new virus for which there is currently no vaccine for prevention or medication to treat it triggered lockdowns throughout our nation and around the world. Now, as our states, businesses, and schools try to find a way to safely reopen and we come out of quarantine, finding a solution that we can use right now to protect ourselves and our families and restore confidence in our health is on the minds of so many people. That's why I believe it was so important to create this series. The groundwork for this series was actually laid in the first episode where we discovered that the power of the immune system is our first line of defense against all illness, including the coronavirus. We also learned how we can recognize whether or not our immune system is strong. The following episode was all about the gut immune system connection and the importance of having a balanced microbiome when it comes to our body's defenses, as well as ways that we can strengthen our immune system naturally by making smart choices when it comes to the food that we eat. If you haven't had a chance to listen to those episodes, I encourage you to check out episodes two and three of the Good Nature Wellness Podcast. Today's podcast is all about strengthening our immune system naturally with something that isn't expensive, isn't necessarily fancy or hard to find. Actually, it's something that we all have in our homes right now, water. And by the end of today's episode, you'll see how water can work wonders in your body and for your immune system, and how easy it is to support your body's defense system every day just by filling up a glass. If you ask most people, I am sure that they would say they know that drinking water is good for them. If you ask them why it's good, you might find that they aren't quite sure. So why drink water? And how could it possibly help our immune system? First of all, 60% of the body is made up of water, and water is needed by nearly every cell and all the major systems in the body to function properly, including the immune system. When it comes to COVID-19, we know that people who have a compromised or weakened immune system are at greater risk for contracting the coronavirus. So if we want to have confidence when it comes to our health, we definitely want an immune system that is working effectively. The body uses the water that we drink to keep the food that we eat moving through our digestive tract. Once in the intestines, food is broken down and its nutrients become water-soluble before they enter our bloodstream. The water that we drink is also used by our blood, which incidentally is made up of 92% water, to transport those nutrients to our cells to be used for energy. Throughout this process, Food waste and waste products that are produced by our cells need to be removed from the body. 
And that's where water comes in again to support our body's elimination process and keep it running smoothly by keeping our kidneys functioning properly and our bowels flexible so that those waste products can be removed and the body can be cleansed of toxins. If we don't drink enough water, toxins and waste products will be reabsorbed and will build up in our bodies because they have not been eliminated effectively. The result is a body that has toxic overload and a weakened immune system. Our blood also uses water to transport oxygen to all the cells of the body. Oxygen is needed to ensure that our muscles, organs, and the systems of our body are working at their peak. Water is also necessary to maintain consistent oxygen levels in the body, which affects the way our immune system works. Oxygen levels in the body boost our defenses and our ability to fight off bacteria and infections. Research studies show that low levels of oxygen in the body, also known as hypoxia, will inhibit our T lymphocytes. Those are white blood cells, also known as our T cells. Our T cells are immune cells that the body uses to fight viral infections. T cells that are inhibited from working properly could put a person at greater risk for contracting the coronavirus and other illnesses as well. Hypoxia is also known to cause inflammation and promote the growth and spread of cancer. Having low oxygen levels can also lead to atherosclerosis, which is the scientific term for the hardening of the arteries. This increases a person's risk for stroke and heart attacks. So when it comes to staying healthy, it's important to maintain oxygen levels in our bodies by drinking water. Water is also extremely important when it comes to our lymphatic system. If you're like me, you've probably heard of the lymphatic system, but you may not have realized that it's actually a part of our immune system or how essential it is when it comes to protecting ourselves from viral illness and disease. The lymphatic system maintains the balance of fluid levels in the body, produces disease-fighting white blood cells which protect the body from infection, and is actually the largest circulating system in the body. Simply put, the lymphatic system works continually like a sanitation system, complete with plumbing, that filters out and disposes of toxins and waste products from every organ, tissue, and cell in the body. And just like regular plumbing, our lymphatic system doesn't work very well without water. When you take a closer look at the lymphatic system, you'll find that it's actually a complex network of organs and tissues that include the lymphatic vessels and lymph fluid. These vessels are distributed throughout the body. Their job is to gather fluids that accumulate around our cells. This lymph fluid contains water, white blood cells, salts, proteins, and lipids or fats. And it circulates throughout the body to move metabolic waste and toxins away from the cells and transport those toxins to be eliminated from the body through our sweat, urine, or bowel movements. Lymphocytes, the thymus, and bone marrow. Lymphocytes are the disease-fighting white blood cells of the lymphatic system. There are actually two types of lymphocytes. T cells are one type, and they grow and mature in a small gland located under the breastbone called the thymus. T cells destroy abnormal cells in the body, like cancer, and kill invaders like bacteria and viruses. The other type are B cells, which are produced by our bone marrow. 
It is the job of B cells to produce antibodies in response to foreign invaders and then label those invaders so they can be destroyed. The spleen is a key player in the body's immune response. The spleen stores red blood cells and disease-fighting white blood cells. The spleen's job is to filter our blood. In the process, if germs, bacteria, or viruses are found, the spleen produces white blood cells to destroy those invaders and fight off infection. And the lymph nodes. These are filtering stations in the body. When the lymph fluid passes through the lymph nodes, any germs, bacteria, or viruses that are found in the fluid are detected, and then the white blood cells are triggered to engulf and destroy them. Then, the white blood cells immediately begin to form antibodies specific to those invaders. These activated white blood cells then continue to move through the lymphatic system and into the bloodstream, where they can be circulated throughout the body by our blood to combat infections and disease. So you might be thinking, okay, that's great information, but what does that have to do with drinking water to boost my body's immune function? When it comes to our lymphatic system, Water is essential. Drinking water helps to keep the lymphatic system flowing. When we are dehydrated, the lymphatic system becomes congested. The lymph fluid becomes thicker and it doesn't move through the body or drain as quickly as it should. When the lymphatic system is sluggish, excess fluids and toxins can build up in the tissues of the body and cause them to swell. And swelling is an indicator of inflammation. And inflammation coupled with toxic buildup in the body, is a recipe for a weakened immune system. So if we want to keep our immune system strong, we need to be sure that we are staying hydrated by drinking water every day. Without water, the fluids in our bodies will become imbalanced, toxins will not be effectively removed, and our body won't be able to produce or transport white blood cells, leaving us defenseless against illness and disease. Another great reason to drink water is how it benefits our lungs. Research studies show that when a person is dehydrated, it not only affects the immune system and the lymphatic system, but the respiratory system too. Believe it or not, we actually need water to breathe. Our lungs consist of 85% water. As our lungs do their job of taking in oxygen and removing carbon dioxide, Water is also expelled in the process, and in order for our lungs to function properly, they need a continual supply of water to stay moist. Without enough water, the mucus lining in our airways and lungs becomes thick and sticky, which slows down the process of respiration. Hmm, that kind of sounds like what happens when our lymphatic system isn't getting enough water too, doesn't it? This can lead to inflammation in our lungs, which can make us more susceptible to respiratory problems like having difficulty breathing, asthma and bronchitis, allergies, and disease. Keeping our lungs healthy and hydrated is especially important because, after all, we are talking about how we can protect ourselves against the coronavirus which targets the lungs. And one of the easiest ways to do this is to drink more water every day. Now you might be thinking, I drink water. That means I'm staying hydrated, right? Well, that depends. Statistics show that 75% of Americans are severely dehydrated. How can you tell if you are one of them? You can tell by paying attention to your body. And here are some signs to look for. Number one, 
you feel tired a lot. We already learned in this episode that not drinking enough water can contribute to fluid loss in the body, which can decrease blood volume, which means our muscles and our organs aren't getting the nutrients or the oxygen that they need. Fatigue is the result of the body struggling to function without water. So if you feel tired or sluggish, even though you are getting seven to eight hours of quality sleep each night, it's probably a good idea to start drinking more water. Number two, headaches. Not drinking enough water can actually cause headaches. We now know that dehydration causes decreased blood volume, which in turn lowers the amount of blood and oxygen flowing to the brain. But did you know that 75% of the brain is made up of water? So our brain needs to stay hydrated because when the tissues of the brain lose water, they can actually shrink and pull away from the skull and this will trigger headache pain. So frequently experiencing headaches could be a sign that you are dehydrated. Number three, decreased urination. This is a common sign of not drinking enough water. When we are dehydrated, our kidneys retain as much fluid as they can to continue to function. Bacteria and toxins build up in the kidneys without enough water to flush them out. As a result, our urine will become darker in color, have a cloudy appearance, and have a strong odor, and increase a person's risk for developing urinary tract infections and kidney stones. You'll know if you are properly hydrated when you are urinating frequently and the urine is a light color, clear, and fairly odorless. Number four, constipation. When we don't drink enough water, stool becomes harder and more difficult to pass. This results in bloating and bowel movements that are irregular and infrequent. When a person is constipated, toxins can build up in the intestines and then become reabsorbed by the body when they are not eliminated frequently. This can lead to inflammation and a compromised immune system. Drinking enough water helps to support good digestion and promotes regular bowel movements to eliminate toxins and waste products from the body effectively. Number five, you catch colds easily. Frequent bouts with illness might be an indicator that you need to start drinking more water to keep toxins from building up in your body so your immune system can work optimally. When I was younger, going back to when I was a kid, we never drank water. Well, I shouldn't say never, but it was pretty rare, or only when I had to take medication. When it came to choosing something to drink, I never considered water as an option. I used to think it tasted weird, <laughs> and that's probably because I was raised by drinking milk, juice, and soda, with soda being my favorite. And when I was old enough, coffee became my go-to beverage. I always knew that water was good for me, but I figured whatever I was drinking had some water in it, so that was good enough. And since I was drinking beverages every day, I assumed that I was staying hydrated. To be honest, I never found water to be very appealing. I thought that water just didn't taste very good next to my regular diet of meat, potatoes, baked cheesy foods, fast foods, fried foods, junk foods, and sweets. Oh man, no wonder I was a chubby kid and a yo-yo dieter for my whole life. It's kind of embarrassing to talk about now, but... Growing up, I remember always having problems with constipation and catching colds frequently. 
When I became a woman, those same problems persisted, and along with those issues, I often experienced headaches, bloating, rashes, allergies, urinary tract infections, and I felt tired a lot of the time. And this may sound funny, but even though I wondered and often worried about what was going on in my body, somehow it just never occurred to me that walking around every day with all of those symptoms wasn't normal. So I would go to the doctor or the pharmacy looking for relief for my symptoms, and I would take whatever I could find. And ironically, I took those with water, of course. Back then, I really didn't know anything about my immune system or my lymphatic system. I didn't realize that every symptom I had was a sign that I was dehydrated, my lymphatic system was sluggish, toxins were building up in my body, and my immune system was compromised. Unfortunately for me, what I didn't know hurt me because the result of my ignorance was a breast cancer diagnosis. I guess it's a good thing that the coronavirus didn't exist back then because I would have been a prime target to catch it. When I think about it now, I really wish I had known about the power of nutrition and especially the power of water and how I could have strengthened my immune system and turned the situation of my health around before even getting a breast cancer diagnosis. And I could have done that simply by changing what I ate and what I decided to pour into my glass. I know that improving your health and strengthening your body's defenses by doing something as simple as drinking water sounds almost too good to be true. But after overcoming breast cancer naturally by making these changes in my own life, I am living proof that it's possible. By now, I am confident that you understand why drinking water is so important, and you can see the benefits of water for staying healthy. But at the same time, you might be asking, does it have to be water? Wouldn't any kind of beverage work? Actually, when you think about it, God designed the human body and a large portion of it is comprised of water. So drinking actual water makes sense. And scientifically speaking, the human body can only survive for three or maybe four days without water. So water really is the best choice. Drinking water streamlines our body's processes because once we drink it, water goes to work right away without the body having to filter out additives that other beverages often have, like sugars, caffeine, or artificial colors and flavors to get back to the state of water before it can be used by the body. And even after all of that filtering, what is left over from other types of beverages will never be the same as actual pure water. Another reason why water is the best choice is because other drinks, especially caffeinated ones, will actually cause the body to become dehydrated. And this is exactly what we don't want for our lungs or our lymphatic system or our immune system. Avoiding drinks that have sugar in them is also a really good idea. Sugar will actually suppress or turn off the body's immune response. And this is exactly the opposite thing that we want when it comes to protecting ourselves against illness and having confidence in our health. So the next question you might have is, how much water should I be drinking to stay properly hydrated? I'm sure most people have heard that drinking eight glasses of water a day is ideal. And while that's not bad advice, the amount of water a person should drink actually varies for each person. 
When it comes to water, a good rule of thumb is to drink one half of your body weight in ounces per day. For example, if a person weighs 120 pounds, they should be drinking 60 ounces of water throughout the day, which would be seven and a half glasses if the glasses were eight ounces each. And ideally, this amount of water would be in addition to other beverages that you have each day. If you're new to drinking water, that might sound like a big jump from where you are right now. And let's be honest, even if you're ready to put the power of water to work in your body, it might not sound that exciting for those of you who aren't exactly water lovers. So here are some tips to make drinking water more fun. Number one, carry a fun water bottle. Choosing a water bottle that suits your personality and inspires you can be a great way to motivate you to drink more water. If you choose one that is plastic, be sure to look for one that is BPA-free or choose one that's stainless steel or better yet, go for one that's glass. That way you can fill it up with water and stay hydrated wherever you go. Number two, add a splash of fresh fruit flavor. You can jazz up your water by adding a squeeze of fresh lemon, lime, or even orange. Adding citrus fruits can also give you the bonus of added vitamin C, which is a powerful antioxidant and an immune booster. Number three, infused water. You can infuse your water with flavor by filling a glass pitcher with water and adding slices of your favorite fruits like citrus fruits, or you can try fresh cucumber, mint, strawberries, or even watermelon. Keep your creation in the fridge so you always have refreshing water that is flavored naturally on hand. Number four, creative ice cubes. You can also take your water up a notch by adding naturally flavored ice cubes. All you need to make them are your favorite fruits and herbs, water, and some ice cube trays. Some fun combinations are cucumber and basil, or lime and mint, or even orange and ginger. Just chop your ingredients into small pieces and add them to the sections of your ice cube trays. Then fill the trays with water and freeze. Adding these creative cubes to your glasses not only makes drinking water more flavorful and fun, but it's a colorful gourmet treat that's cool. And that's a pun that's intended. <laughs> so let's recap. Today we learned how we can use the power of water to promote the health of our lungs, to jumpstart our lymphatic system, and keep our immune system strong. We also talked about how to tell if we are dehydrated and the optimal amount of water to drink each day, along with some ways to make drinking water more fun. I hope that this encourages you to start drinking more water today so that you can keep those lungs hydrated, keep your lymphatic system flowing, and boost your immune system, and be confident in your ability to stay healthy as we all come out of quarantine and beyond. Hopefully this was helpful, and if you know someone else who would benefit from hearing this information, please download and share it with them as well. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would appreciate it so much if you would please leave me a review. And I want to give a big thank you to all of my listeners who have left me ratings and reviews. I can't tell you how much that means to me. In the next episode in the Quarantine to Confidence series, I'll be sharing ways to keep our immune system strong by keeping stress in check. And I really hope that you can join me for that. 
And one more thing, I have a gift that I would love to give to you. It's my free guide with five easy ways that you can boost your immune system naturally. This free guide has practical tips that you can start using right away to boost your energy levels and keep your immune system strong. To get your copy, send me an email. My email address is barbara at goodnaturewellness.com or you can visit my website www.goodnaturewellness.com and I will send you your free copy right away. Thank you again for tuning in for the Good Nature Wellness Podcast. I'll see you next time. Disclaimer. The Good Nature Wellness Podcast offers information about nutrition, health, and wellness that is designed for educational purposes only. Any opinions expressed or information that is presented by NBC HWC board certified master health coach Barbara Walsh is not a substitution for, nor should it be used as a replacement for medical advice or to diagnose or treat any medical condition. If you have any concerns or questions about your health, you should always consult your physician or other healthcare professional. Do not disregard, avoid, or delay seeking medical advice or treatment from your physician or other healthcare professional because of something that you may have heard in this podcast. Please note that while every effort is made to broadcast information that has been carefully researched and is current, ongoing developments in medical research may impact health, wellness, and nutritional advice included in this podcast. No assurance can be given that information or advice included in this podcast will always include the most recent findings or developments related to the material in this or any episode. Any information provided in this podcast is to be used solely at your own risk. Under no circumstances will Barbara Walsh, Holy Health Coaching, LLC, DBA, Good Nature Wellness be responsible for damages and connection with the use of this podcast.